1: See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx.
2: On this Friday night, there are encouraging signs in America's pandemic recovery. Daily vaccinations hit another record as the U.S. adds more than 300,000 jobs. Even with the positive news, the CDC warns indoor dining and lifting of mask mandates are linked to the spread of the virus and more COVID deaths. Plus, why Dr. Fauci's timeline for vaccinating America is different than President Biden's. Where's your check? Congress works around the clock to pass the nearly $2 trillion COVID relief bill. The new changes to unemployment insurance, what you and your family need to know. Our exclusive interview with Governor Cuomo's former assistant. Tonight, Charlotte Bennett tells CBS News she reported the alleged harassment. But she says happened next. Plus, what do you think should happen to Andrew Cuomo? New riot arrest. The former State Department employee appointed by Trump. Why the man with the top secret security clearance is charged in the capital assault. Pope in the Middle East. The historic visit by Francis to Iraq amid super tight security. Royal feud. Tonight, why the Duchess of Sussex tells Oprah she feels liberated. Horrific crash as a car plows into an outdoor dining area in New York City. The latest on the injured tonight. Tainted baby food. The federal government takes action after toxins are found in certain baby foods. And it's Friday, so CBS's Steve Hartman is on the road with a story of love that bloomed as the pandemic unfolded.
3: This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell reporting from the nation's capital.
2: Good evening, and thank you for joining us. We're going to begin tonight with the rapid move to start loosening coronavirus restrictions and a new warning that those changes could lead to another deadly spike in cases. Tonight, Dr. Anthony Fauci says he is concerned that a recent drop in infections nationwide has now stalled and could start climbing again. New research from the CDC appears to back that up, suggesting that in places where in-person dining is allowed, the death rate from COVID goes up. At the same time, scientists at the CDC say they now have evidence that masks work, leading to fewer infections and deaths. Meantime tonight, state lawmakers in New York are moving to strip Governor Andrew Cuomo of the emergency powers he's used to keep restrictions there in place. The move comes on the heels of allegations that his administration covered up the reporting of COVID deaths at nursing homes. And as the governor is facing accusations of sexual harassment from three women. Tonight, we have more of our exclusive interview with one of those women. Charlotte Bennett. She says that not only did the governor harass her, but when she reported it, his legal counsel said the allegations didn't need to be investigated. So we'll get to that in just a moment. But we're going to begin with those new warnings about reopening. CBS's Nikki Batiste, rather, is in New York City. Good evening, Nikki.
4: Good
5: evening. Here in New York, movie theaters were allowed to open today at 25 percent capacity. Some showings at this one have sold out and maybe a sign people are ready to get back to normal. But the CDC says now is not the time to let our guard down. Across America, glimpses of a post-pandemic life. Tonight, Arizona ending restrictions on bars and restaurants and allowing baseball fans in time for spring training. Connecticut announcing plans to lift capacity limits on most businesses. And Atlanta ready to host the NBA All-Star Game with fans pouring in from out of state. God bless. I hope so. I would love to see business improve. But normalcy may be much further off. Tonight, a very different timeline from Dr. Anthony Fauci on Instagram Live.
0: The logistic constraint of getting the vaccine into people's arms will probably take an additional few months. So we project that anyone who wants to get vaccinated will have gotten vaccinated by the time we get to the end of the summer and the beginning of the fall.
5: And as states like Texas and Mississippi roll back mask mandates, a sobering new study from the CDC, which looked at counties that allowed indoor dining and those with mask mandates. It found that those with restrictions had far lower rates of illness and death. It also serves as a warning about prematurely lifting these prevention measures. As for prevention, there is promising news as two million Americans are now getting a vaccine dose every day on average. That's more than double from inauguration day. And in rural Kentucky, yes, off Johnson and Johnson vials to this tiny 25 bed hospital yesterday. The vulnerable include 90 year old Alberta Thomas,
1: As soon as I found out about this shot, I said, I will get that one. Yeah, I will get that one. It was top priority.
5: State run mass vaccination sites at Yankee Stadium and the Javits Center got a boost from the addition of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Both sites have begun taking overnight appointments to meet demand. Nora,
2: Nikki Batiste, thank you. Tonight, debate on the president's $1.9 trillion COVID relief pan has stalled in the Senate with Democrats trying to nail down votes to pass it. Republicans are united against it, saying the economy is already recovering and that today's report that 379,000 jobs were created last month is proof, they say, that we don't need all that spending. CBS's Nicole Killian reports from the Capitol. Senate Democrats are facing new
1: hurdles tonight over a key element in the president's COVID relief package, unemployment benefits. They pitched a proposal to lower weekly payments to $300 a week through early October to woo moderates like West Virginia's Joe Manchin, except he wasn't immediately convinced, stalling debate on the bill.
0: We've done nothing for four hours
1: and 20 minutes to break somebody's political arm. At the White House, President Biden said there was no time to wait.
3: We can't afford one step forward and two steps
2: backwards. People need to help now. People
1: like Stacy Rodriguez of Ohio, who needs the $1,400 check included in the bill to pay for her daughter's medical expenses. We're barely scraping by, so if that means I don't eat, then I don't eat. What would your message be to lawmakers right now?
4: My response would be to please keep in mind families like mine that really are depending
1: on the stimulus package. I mean, to some people, $1,400 doesn't seem like
4: a lot, but to others, it's making ends meet.
1: Democrats Senate's still hope to pass the votes, bill this weekend.
6: But we are going to power through and finish this bill
3: however long it takes.
1: A White House official tells CBS News President Biden supports a compromise on unemployment benefits, and he and his team are in
2: close contact with senators to find a resolution. Nora. Nicole Killian, thank you. And turning now to our exclusive interview with Governor Andrew Cuomo's former assistant, Charlotte Bennett says New York's governor sexually harassed her and that he was trying to sleep with her. And tonight, Bennett tells CBS News who she reported her claims to and what happened next. I
4: was nervous. I was emotional.
2: Days after Bennett says Governor Cuomo harassed her, she reported it to his chief of staff, saying she no longer wanted to work directly for him. What happened during that meeting? I sat
4: down and pretty quickly just said, I love working here, I love you guys, but the governor crossed a line with me last week and she asked me what I was referring to and I said, he said he was lonely, he said he wanted a girlfriend. He asked me if I had slept with older men. He said he was willing to sleep with younger women. And at that point, that was enough for her. And she was just like, what can we do here?
2: Two days later, she says she was transferred to a new job.
4: It felt to me like if I got a new job, we didn't have to investigate this. And I really did not want it to be investigated. I was terrified.
2: You were happy with the deal? Yeah. Yeah. But after the meeting, Bennett texted her mom, saying she felt, quote, happy and relieved and sad. He shouldn't have robbed this experience or this path from me. Then on June 30th, Bennett was called into another meeting, this time with the governor's chief of staff and general counsel. It was a long and thorough conversation. What was the reaction? At first, they
4: apologized. They said it was inappropriate. When I asked them if they could let it go, saying, I don't want this to be investigated, please drop this, you know, because I was scared. She said, you came to us before anything serious happened. It was just grooming and it was not yet considered sexual harassment. So for that, we do not need to investigate.
2: Deborah Katz represents Bennett in New York State's independent investigation. When she said, I am terrified, I don't want you to investigate, what they should have said is we have a legal duty to investigate.
3: Let's honor all the women who have suffered. In
2: 2019, the governor signed into law an amendment making it easier issue. to prove sexual harassment. Let's- the law he signed himself makes clear that sexual harassment includes creating conditions that make someone feel uncomfortable because you're sexually propositioning them. Governor Cuomo was a champion of A law that made it easier for women to claim sexual harassment. That's correct. He also mandated employees in the state take sexual harassment training. On Wednesday, the the governor was asked if he took the training.
0: Short answer is yes.
4: In 2019, he did not take the sexual harassment training. How do you know that? I was there. I heard Stephanie say, I can't believe I'm doing this for you. I'm making a joke about the fact that she was completing the training for him. And then I heard her at the end ask him to sign the certificate.
2: In a statement, Stephanie Benton, Cuomo's office director, categorically denies the exchange and says this is not true. What do you think should happen to Andrew Cuomo? I think he should start telling the truth. I'm really confident in this
4: investigation. But if this investigation finds that he has conducted himself this way, which he absolutely has, because I have contemporaneous evidence. He should step down.
2: And in a new statement, Governor Cuomo's special counsel tells CBS News we continue to believe the matter was handled appropriately and look forward to cooperating fully with the Attorney General's review. Also, want to let you know that later tonight you can find an extended version of our interview with Charlotte Bennett that will be on cbsnews.com. And tonight, a former Trump campaign worker and State Department appointee is facing multiple charges in the Capitol riot. Federal prosecutors say Frederico Klein was seen using a stolen police shield to pry open a door and later bashing officers with it. Klein was still working at the State Department with top secret security clearance until two weeks after the riot. Now turning overseas, Pope Francis is making history tonight as the first leader of the Catholic Church to visit Iraq. Security is extremely tight just days after a rocket attack on an air base that houses U.S. troops. CBS's Chris Livesay reports tonight from Baghdad.
7: Religion must serve the cause of peace and unity, the pontiff said, during his visit to the very church where a jihadist attack left dozens dead in 2010. One survivor told us, the Pope is bringing a message of hope and deliverance. We pray this visit will bring change. From the former ISIS stronghold of Mosul to the ancient ziggurat of Ur, security along the Pope's historic four-day pilgrimage is high, with curfews in place to limit the spread of Iraq's other deadly threat, COVID. But for many spectators, caution has been low, sparking fears of super-spreader events at a time the pandemic is raging, and Iraqis are reeling from decades of sectarian violence. Just one reason for Francis's meeting tomorrow with Iraq's senior Shia cleric, Grand Ayatollah Ali al-Sistani. As the pontiff said today, Iraq's religious diversity is a precious resource, not an obstacle to eliminate. Later in the trip, Pope Francis will visit towns once occupied by ISIS, where Christians witnessed their families murdered and their churches desecrated. Now, they'll witness the Pope himself saying mass in them. Nora?
2: What a historic trip, Chris say Thank you. Well, tonight, a new escalation in the royal feud. In her interview with Oprah Winfrey, the Duchess of Sussex describes a stifling atmosphere at Buckingham Palace. CBS's Charlie Daggett has new details from London.
6: In the latest jab at living life as a royal, Meghan Markle says she couldn't even speak with Oprah Winfrey without palace personnel listening in, let alone agree to an interview.
5: That wasn't my choice to make. So as an adult who lived a really independent life, to then go into this construct that is um, different than I think what people imagine it to be, It's really liberating to be able to have the right and the the privilege in some ways to be able to say yes.
6: Now the palace is bracing for what else Megan has to say while investigating claims she bullied staff. No one I think
5: could have foreseen that a year on we would be in full-blown mudslinging transatlantic mudslinging. It's extraordinary.
6: British media have gone on the attack, too, saying it's insensitive to air such an explosive interview with Prince Philip still in the hospital, but recovering tonight from a heart procedure at age 99. Just a hint of the backlash to come once more revelations of the full interview come to light on Sunday. Charlie Daggett, CBS News, London.
2: And Oprah with Meghan and Harry, a primetime special airs Sunday night at 8, 7 central right here on CBS. Tonight, New York City police are investigating a terrifying crash in midtown Manhattan that left seven people injured, including two children. A van and a car collided at an intersection and wiped out a restaurant's outdoor dining area. Surveillance video shows how the wreck sent tables, chairs and other debris flying. No one was seriously hurt. And hundreds of students and teachers had to clear out of a middle school near Fort Lauderdale, Florida, today. Part of the roof collapsed over the school's media center, which is under construction. No serious injuries are reported. Now there's this. Tonight, the FDA is taking action after a disturbing government report found baby food from some national brands is tainted with toxins that can cause permanent brain damage. The company's internal documents reveal significant levels of lead, cadmium, arsenic and mercury in baby and toddler foods. Now, the FDA said today it will begin issuing guidance on safe levels for contaminants and will increase inspections. An important warning. In six days, we will mark one year since the COVID outbreak was declared a pandemic. But as the world was shutting down, something special was blooming. Here's CBS's Steve Hartman on the
3: road. This has been the worst year for dating bar none, movie none, and restaurants with all the ambiance of a parking meter. But here, along the banks of the Hudson River in upstate New York, We found a couple of singles who are making it work despite the pandemic. Wait a minute, get your glasses up. And that awkward eyewear. That's it for the week. John Schultz. He's a lot of baloney. And his girlfriend, Joy Morrow-Nolton, are both 94, each widowed twice, and each determined to find love yet again. They're now vaccinated, but had to be in a bubble most of the year. Did you ever think it was just too hard? (laughs) No. (laughs) She was worth it. It was a pain in the neck, though. (laughs) Perseverance. Pete Schultz is John's son. They would call every day. Um, They'd find a way to get together, but they did whatever it took. You haven't held hands with me all day, by the way. Hold my hand. What it took, they say, was a return to simple pleasures, like long drives to nowhere, batting balloons around the house, and a whole lot of selflessness. She bought me a walker. She bought you a walker? $159, I think. Whoa. I told you she had money. <laughs> she did have it, so she bought my walker. Not to be outdone, John bought her a little something, too. Although he had to pop the question way more than once. Oh, dozens. Dozens? dozens? Finally, I said, okay. Wait, what made you finally say yes? When we had snow days this year... And I didn't come up here. I missed him. This week, John and Joy held a rehearsal for their spring wedding. It'll be the silk purse at the end of this sow's year. All possible because these romantics realized early on that a good date is nothing more than good company there's
2: some ice flows right out in the middle there steve Hartman. in fact there's a whole line of them
3: on the road in kingston new york
2: and there's nothing better than finding your special someone And Sunday on Face the Nation, Margaret Brennan's guests include Dr. Anthony Fauci and the governors of New Jersey and West Virginia. And a reminder, if you can't watch the evening news live, set your DVR so that you can watch us later. That is tonight's edition of the CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell in the nation's capital. Have a great weekend. We'll see you back here Monday. Good night.
0: If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app, or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. If you enjoy tuning in to the CBS Evening News, there are official t-shirts, hats, mugs, and more available for purchase at paramountshop.com.